We're talking Class B basketball with the head coach of the Big Fork Vikings, John Hollow, as he joins us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Coach, it is great to chat with you once again. Hope you're doing well here on a Wednesday. I am. Thanks for having me. Coach, great to chat with you once again. I know you guys have had to go through some things recently over there at Big Fork. So first off, just uh, how are you doing? How's the team doing? Is you guys able to get back on Monday? You know, I think everybody's excited to be back. Um, it's it's been weird. Um, it's it's been weird for everybody with everything going on. But um, yeah, we unfortunately uh, fell into the the quarantine bug, and we had to uh, kind of shut things down for about a week and a half, and and just got back to practicing on Saturday, practice Monday, and then played last night. So it's it's been kind of crazy, but it is what it is, and uh, you know our guys. They were disappointed. We had to miss some games and, and some other stuff. But, again, it's part of the equation, and it's better than the alternative of not being able to play right now. Yeah, no question about that. And with that being said, Coach, uh, what was practice like for you guys on Monday? And, and I can only imagine the emotion for those guys pregame last night. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I was extremely nervous last night that we were only going to be able to play about two or three minutes at a time without having to use a timeout or uh, subbing guys just cause we've, you know, when you take a week and a half off of everything and it, it, it affects all that, but they were excited to be back. You know, I think the one thing I hope that when it's all said and done with, with this pandemic is that, you know, not, not just the kids, but us too, that, you know, we don't take things for granted. And I think that once you, you know, the first day or two of quarantine is probably enjoyable for the kids. They get a little break and blah, blah, blah. And then you get into, Day seven, day day nine, day ten, and they want to get back rolling with things. So they were excited to be back. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever gone into a game where we've had a week and a half off, and then we had one practice, two practices, and, and got after it. But, boy, our kids did a nice job last night. I was about to say, Coach, you guys grabbed the win over Mission 52-39. to 39. What really stood out? What impressed you the most with this win? You know, we have not been a good defensive team this year. Um, something we've really been working on and really been preaching to the kids. And you know, Mission's probably as good an offensive team as we've played thus far. And and our kids did a really good job last night of of playing defense. We knew we were going to be a little bit out of shape. We knew we were going to probably miss some shots that we normally would make when we're in the rhythm of practice and and all that stuff. And um, you know, we just talked about last night, kind of simplifying the game, and um, you know having a good attitude, all this cliche stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But having a good attitude, you know, playing hard and defending. And I thought our kids did a great job of defending. And honestly, we didn't play a real great offensive game, probably missed a lot of shots we normally make. But when, when we played defense, like we did, uh, you know, we, we did a really nice job of, of staying in the game and, um, made up for our offensive woes. And, and honestly, this year offense has been our strength. So, it was exciting to see them buy into that last night, and hopefully, you know, we, we continue to do that because we are a very good offensive team. We can get the defensive side of things going, you know, at the end of the year, we could be a pretty good basketball team. Coach, you kind of talked about, unfortunately, taking a week and a half off. You kind of lose some of that momentum. You lose uh, some of the legs there as well, the conditioning that goes along with it. How long may it take for you and your team to kind of get back to where you guys once were before you had to take into quarantine? How long may that take? You know, that's a good question, and, and I don't honestly have the answer for that. I, I I think, you know, last night 
our kids actually did a little bit better job than I thought we were going to be able to do with conditioning. And they were able to play, you know, four or five minute spats at a time, which again, I didn't, I didn't know if we'd be able to do that. So our kids did a nice job of that. And, you know, we'll get back into it. They're, they're resilient. They're young, they're healthy. So they'll get back into the flow of things. And, you know, I, I think the most important thing right now is just, we can't use that as an excuse or a crutch. Everybody's dealing with different things you know, in a normal season, if, if this was last year or, or hopefully next year, you're dealing with injuries and kids being banged up and kids being tired. So obviously it's a little bit different when you got to take a, a week and a half off of practice and kind of uh, stay at home. But mm-hmm. at the same token, it's, you know, we've just, we've got to, it's part of the equation. And again, I, I keep saying this to the kids, it's a, it's a heck of a lot better than the alternative of not playing right now and, and you know, 11 or 12 other states. I can't remember what it is. That's the predicament they're in. Absolutely. You know, like I said, I mean, every kid that I have talked to has been very appreciative of the fact that just to be able to play uh, games this winter and even into the fall as well. Um, Coach, one other thing, too. I know you guys missed some games in that week and a half. Are you guys going to be allowed to make those games up? Yeah, we missed three games. Um, two of them are conference games. So, um we already made the mission game up last night. We were supposed to play Stillwater last night, so we um, replaced the Stillwater game with mission. So, yeah, we'll make at least the Eureka game up, and I'm guessing as of right now the Florence game is scheduled. So, you know, right now we're just going to do whatever we can do as far as playing. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine we're probably not going to run into this again with another team or um, – you know, maybe even us again. So we're just going to play games when we can play games. And if we can pick games up down the road against, uh, you know, different teams around our area, we'll do that. That's the one benefit we have is, you know, we have seven or eight high schools within an hour and a half drive up here that we can get games with um, if something were to go awry. The team and trying to build chemistry, obviously social distancing, all those things. I know you guys had a month of practices or close to it. Um, So let me just get your thoughts because of all of these aspects in this crazy year has it been harder to build team chemistry and where's the team chemistry at right now you know I, I don't think it has um this is a this is a really good group of kids and you know this summer i i've been i've been at this a long time and this summer is probably the best summer i've ever had of kids buying into the off season i mean we had weights every single morning at six o'clock we would shoot after that and you know, we had consistently 35 to 40 kids every single day, and which, I mean, that's big for a Class B school to have these kids in. So they really bought into that, and I think that built some of the brotherhood, you know, early on. And this is, it's just a group of kids that get along. And as a coach, that's always enjoyable because that chemistry is, when it's all said and done, that's one of the big elements of whether you're going to be successful or not successful. So has it played an effect? I, I don't really think it has. And Again, I think the kids are when they get quarantined or when they were on virtual learning last year. I think they they are appreciative now of, of being around each other and and you know having those relationships. I think they maybe have an understanding of how much more important it is. My featured guest is the Big Fork basketball coach John Hollow. We'll continue with more. We'll talk about his roster as well as them getting ready for Loyola on Saturday. That's next here on the Knock On Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. 
And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. The Big Fork Vikings are 3-2 and two on the season as they get ready for Loyola this Saturday. We are chatting with the head coach of the Vikings basketball team, John Hollow. Uh, coach, let's talk about your team here. Let's talk about your roster. You kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. You guys are really good offensively. I've seen some of the outputs already. Uh, Cormac Ben's picking up right where he left off with football with the success he's having. Uh, what's it been like having a guy like him on the roster? Uh, he's been a great addition, um, and he's He's just getting better and better every game, too. You know, that's the exciting thing about him is he's played a little bit of varsity here and there um, before he got to Big Fork. But, you know, I think he's he's getting the experience now, what it's like to be one of the guys, and, and he's doing a great job. Um, you know, both our seniors are. We have two seniors this year, and, you know, usually when you have two seniors, it, it's going to be tough to be pretty successful. Um, and And our seniors have done a great job of – of really leading the ship. Um, Walker Fisher, you know, is just a great kid, a great shooter. Um, started for us last year, so he's got some experience. And, you know, just two guys that you really want your program to be built around. When we got, I think, at some point in time, you know, we have five, six sophomores on our varsity roster and a freshman. So you want guys that are doing things the right way and, and showing uh these younger guys, what it's going to take to win, and both of our seniors have done a great job of doing that. I was going to say, and what about Nick Walker? What does he bring to the table for your team? Gosh, he's a kid that's just getting better and better. I mean, I, I could go down the roster, and this is the fun thing about this right now is I could go down the roster and, and tell you each kid's getting better and better and better. I mean, we have so much potential with these kids. I mean, Nick Walker probably put on 20 – pounds of muscle over the summer, you know, showing up in the weight room every day. And he's, he's a kid that he's going to keep continuing to get better. He's one of those guys that, you know, are, are hard to come by. He's a six, three guy that's built that can be really physical, but he's also pretty skilled where he can step out and shoot the shot and, um, be pretty good from the perimeter, you know, makes good passes. So he's just going to keep getting better and better. A lot like a lot of these younger guys we have in the program. Coach, who's that guy that's that energy guy, dives for the loose ball, uh, kind of just really brings energy on the defensive side? Who's that guy for you guys? You know, the great thing about this team is we have quite a few of them. But, you know, Levi Taylor is – is we kind of go as Levi goes as far as the, the attitude and effort. Um, you know, Levi, he's, he's only a junior this year. It feels like he's been around Big Fork now for about 10 years. But <laughs> um, he just does a lot of great things, you know. Couldn't ask for a better kid to coach. uh doesn't say much. He just just leads by example. And again, when you have all these young kids that we have right now in the program that are at practice every day watching these kids, those are the kids that you want to have so that they're they know what to emulate as they go. And then, Coach, uh, looking at another guy, Walker Fisher. Uh, what does he bring to the table for your squad? Yeah, again, that leadership. Right, he's mm-hmm. he's our guy. He's our captain. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of. I guess he's playing a little more off the ball this year than he has in the past, but he's kind of my little sidekick, so to speak. You know, he's your point guard supposed to be the guy that resembles your coach. And, um, you know, Walker still, I, I believe is one of the best shooters I've ever seen in high school. I still think there's going to be a game where he can get 12 or 13 threes. Um, and I know that that sounds crazy, but he really is that guy that has that potential. I think last night, I, you know, he probably missed seven or eight threes. Um, and I'm going to blame that on quarantine, obviously. But, you know, he's a guy that you just can't leave open. And, and 
when he's hot, he's as good as anybody in the state at shooting the basketball. And, you know, the hard part for him now is teams know that, so they're starting to do some adjusting and really try to take him out of the game. But he's also developed the, the ability to get to the rim a little bit this year, which he didn't do as much last year. So he's growing and maturing as a player, and it's been fun to watch. Coach, just hearing your energy and talking about the roster that you have, uh, with these guys and, and the group that you have, how much does it allow you to get creative and be create or get some creativity into a game when you need it? You know, honestly, this is probably the year that I have been, I guess, step back a little bit. I'm kind of just letting the kids play. Mm. Um, I know I'm, I would like to say if, if you talk to other coaches around the state, I, I call a lot of sets and want to control offense and all that. And this year we're not doing that. We're letting the kids kind of get out and play. We're trying to get up tempo. We're trying to get a lot of points in transition. And it's been hard at times to do that because that's, that's kind of not how I've coached, but with this squad and with the potential we have and the athleticism we have, you know, that's, that's my job as a coach is to play to the strength of the team. And so we've done a good job of that. Now, like I said, if we can buy into playing defense and, and getting, better at that end, I really think we're going to be a very good basketball team. Coach, you guys get ready for Missoula Loyola on Saturday. What's the scattering report? What are you expecting from them? Well, big rivalry game, right? It's the, you know, that's kind of our our rivalry game. We don't have a, a school across town or you know, a couple miles away, so that's that's the game our kids look forward to every year. I know the Loyola kids do as well. Um, they got a new coach, uh, Coach Walker, who's obviously done a great job with the girls program so i know that they're going to play hard they're going to play fast they're going to be up and down the floor and you know i'm excited i'm excited we're getting an opportunity to play you know uh you'd like to say you wish i had a bunch more stuff in and wish we were this and wish we were that but you know we're going to get the opportunity to play and um get better and and put ourselves hopefully in a position uh to continue to get better and be where we need to be at the end of the season Coach, obviously, uh, playoffs, things like that, that's still being discussed. But just give me your overall thoughts and from what you've seen so far of the Western B. There's not a lot of separation. You know, I, I, I think we went down to Deer Lodge a couple weeks ago and, and lost, um, I can't remember, one or two or three, something like that. Um, so, and I believe they're probably, if you ask the coaches, they're probably picked uh, to win the conference. So, there's not a huge difference in teams. I, I mission last night again. I, I talked about they're they're very good offensively. Um, Florence is really talented. Loyal is always loyal. You know, we lost to Thompson Falls a couple nights ago or a couple weeks ago. I guess it would be now, but they're talented as well. So yeah, Western B is going to be Western B again. It's been a pretty good conference for you know the last so many years, and it's going to be a battle again this year. The nice thing about this year is Western B now gets three teams to state this year. Um, which in the previous years we've only got two. So it'll be nice to get that extra team there and give uh, give our conference another opportunity. My featured guest, the head basketball coach for the Big Fork Vikings, John Hollow. Coach, really appreciate the time, really appreciate the insight as well. Best of luck to you and the guys this weekend and look forward to chatting with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me on, Anthony. I really appreciate it.